What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just a reminder, you can listen to Red Zone Radio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. And you can follow Red Zone Radio on Instagram at Red Zone underscore radio. Uh, All right. So big news of the day yesterday. Russell Wilson gets traded to the Broncos. It's interesting. I did the pot. I recorded the podcast, you know, probably in the morning, maybe late morning. Uh, and then the news came out and, uh, and I, I was, I was kind of, and I was debating on the fence. Should I do a special podcast about it or not? And I said, wait to today. Um, because I really kind of wanted time to think about, well, first of all, I, I, I really wanted to kind of let sink in and have time to think about, you know, what it means. And I'll tell you a couple things that this trade essentially does. And by the way, uh, Bobby Wagner is now off the Seahawks. But but I, I said yesterday, before I went off the podcast, uh, I said, watch the, domino, watch the dominoes start to fall now. Watch the dominoes start to fall with the quarterbacks. And literally a few hours later, Russell Wilson gets straight to the Broncos. Now, uh, did it have anything to do with the Aaron Rodgers trade? Uh, Adam Schefter said no. Um, but if we're talking about this in terms of just how it will affect other quarter, will this affect other trades? Absolutely. But but before we even go into all of that, let's just break down what this means specifically for first of all the team that Russell Wilson is going to. The Broncos are a good team. Okay, and I know it doesn't. I know it's crazy, like like because they haven't had the best records and all that. But let's not. They've got players. KJ Hamler has got super speed. Uh, Jerry Judy. They've got legit receivers. They've got legit targets. Uh, they've got guys. Now, uh, talking. They've got. They you know they've got. I think they got a good head coach. The, the biggest downside probably to Russell Wilson going to that division is that you can make an argument that division is the best in all of football. However, um, you could you could have said about Russell's last division too. So a hard division is nothing new for Russell Wilson, okay? Um, look, he's getting a better situation, tougher schedule, tougher conference, but a better situation. And by the way now... If we can just talk about this for a moment, how good we'll break down the AFC West quarterbacks, but just in the entire AFC, um, the it's funny because I feel like the NFC used to be the superior conference, and it probably is in terms of teams. But how good is the AFC in terms of quarterbacks? I mean, they are stacked. The NFC lost two of their best quarterbacks this year: Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. They lost two of their best quarterbacks, and so. When I I think of the the best quarterbacks in the NFL, heck, three of them are in that division. But you want to talk about the conference as a whole. In AFC, you got Russ, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson. Just a bunch of guys that are Derek Carr. By the way, listen. I know. I know. Now all of a sudden. Uh, this is how people are going to act about this, is they're going to say Derek Carr is the worst QB in the division. Now, he's probably the... I'm trying to think the best way to word this. 
because I'm not trying to say he's not talented. He's probably the least gifted out of all four quarterbacks in that division. But I, I really, and I'm not a Raiders fan or anything, but I really don't have any uh, interest for hearing the argument against Derek Carr because Russell Wilson is part of the division. All I can say about Derek Carr is that dude carried his team this year. Uh, he carried his team. He brought them to a playoff, and and I and I've kind of in if you go back and listen to my past podcast towards the end of the season, you will hear uh, what I said about that, which is look, Russell Wilson or Derek Carr carried his team towards the end of the season. All the drama that happened this year, everything that happened, Derek Carr carried his team. So. I, I, I wouldn't feel intimidated if I was the Raiders or anything and feel pressuring well on from Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr can win you a Super Bowl. The problem with the Raiders is they need to get some stability around Derek Carr. They need to do less worrying about their position, and they need to get some stability around him, stability with the head coach, uh, which they do have Josh McDaniels. But, you know, it's funny. You look at the NFC West, and it probably was the best division. But you look at the AFC West now, it's not even like, listen, like most divisions have one quarterback, at least, like if you have three good quarterbacks, they have one quarterback that is just like pretty decent. This is literally, you, like this is literally three quarterbacks that you can make an argument are top five in the league. And then Derek Carr, who is not far behind. Like, it's not like Derek Carr is like, okay, he's great, okay? He might not be on Patrick Mahomes' level, but he's great, and he could carry that team. So this division, uh, this could be a fun year for the NFL. This could be a fun year to watch. And by the way, when we talk, so so for the future of the Broncos, uh, they're set. They are absolutely set. Uh they move in to the Super Bowl bubble, in my opinion. Now, let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about what this means for the Seahawks because it it is now outside of Pete Carroll. It is now officially over, right? Like the whole the whole dynasty thing, the whole Legion of Boom, all of that is done now. You got. You know, I mean, everybody from that team is pretty much gone. Bobby on the defense side: Bobby Wagner, Earl Thomas, you know, Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor. They're either gone or retired. Uh, on the offense side of the ball: Marshawn Lynch, uh, you know, Russell Wilson. They those guys are pretty much gone. It was a good team. It was a good run. But all I can say is Seattle's future right now. They've got a lot to figure out. It, the, the, the real, I tell you, the, the concerning thing about Seattle more than anything, it's not the fact that they just lost Russell Wilson to Bobby Wagner. It's the fact that they have no cornerstone pieces whatsoever right now. Like, they do not have elite players at the positions that they need to be elite at. They don't have an elite edge rusher. They don't have an elite quarterback anymore. They don't have... Uh, you know, an elite receiver. They don't have an elite offensive line. They don't have, you know, they they just have a lot of. They have a lot of rebuilding to do. I mean, this thing is the the Seattle Seahawks roster has been it, roster and and playing style has been slowly uh, 
kind of disintegrating for years. But if you really want to talk, but this team is in, is in some deep, deep trouble right now. I mean, they 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 really have to go back to the drawing board. I mean, I, listen, I know it's weird for to kind of think about Seattle this way because Russ has kind of been the glue to that team, and Bobby Wagner, and they've always and they've had those guys the past couple of years, and and the last year I believe it was when they started five and zero and all that. It's weird to think about, but this team is in a and is in a like a steep, like in like a really, really, really steep rebuild. You not only have to find a quarterback right now, you not only have to find a quarterback, but you have to find a lot of positions and fast. And so next year, Seattle's not they're not going to be good for a long time. Obviously, I would say quarterback is your first and utmost priority for rebuilding that team. But this team is not going to be good for a long time. They don't have elite players at the elite positions that they need to be at. Um, and and you just lost your franchise quarterback in your all-time linebacker. So it's looking rough. Now, going on to uh, what this means for potentially other teams is, uh, well, look, as far as the other quarterback dominoes go, I expect the next one to follow would be Kyler Murray. Um, look, Kyler Murray now has an opportunity now to he has an opportunity now to essentially go into a division that just became a lot easier. Like, well, well, it's just Russell Wilson that left the, all the teams that get bad all of a sudden. You're right. But let's think about this for a second. So the Seahawks are going to be a mess. By the way, I would say if you look at the past two years of Seahawks and Cardinals games, um, those, those have been terrific games, right? Those have been crazy games no matter what. But let's not act like that. that's going to keep up, right? I'm sure it will be somewhat close because they just play each other so much. But look, the Seahawks have a steep rebuild to go. They've got a lot of work to do. And I would expect them to be kind of be irrelevant next year. And for the next couple of years, but specifically next year, right? If Kyler Murray is looking at this in the next couple of years. So the Seahawks are in the middle of a rebuild. Uh, this great division that you had, it's slowly starting to, that, that you had to go through, is slowly starting to fall apart. And here's why. The second reason is this. Look at the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is a great QB, right? But you beat him twice last year. And then, this year, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to be gone. And they're going to have a rookie quarterback. Trey Lance is talented. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a great quarterback one day. But it's gonna, it's still going to take him some time to develop. That was only one year of you know sitting. And so, Trey Lance, you can make an argument. The, the 49ers, yeah, they'll be tough to deal with. But... They're probably not going to the division next year. So that only leaves one other team, which is the Rams. And remember, early in the year, the Cardinals smoked the Rams. Now, now, the Cardinals got some issues to work out here. Not just with Kyle Murray, but they all have some issues to work out. Which was, uh, I was, the Rich Eisen show I was watching last week. Great point made by him, which was, look, uh, why does this team fall apart after Thanksgiving? That was a great point made by him, which is true. They fall apart for Thanksgiving, so they have that issue to work out. But if they can figure out the longevity thing of the season, because I've seen this Cardinals team destroy really good, talented teams. I saw them 
destroy the Titans week one. And I saw them beat the brakes off the Rams. And I think it was the third or fourth week of the season. So look, is there is there uh is there issues to work out? Yes, but I, I believe that's the next domino you're gonna see, which is Kylo Murray and the Cardinals are gonna make amends. By the way, he uh put all the pictures back up on his Instagram apparently. Uh but they're gonna make amends. They're gonna they're more than likely gonna be back together next year. And they've got a division now. That opens up tremendously. I'm telling you right now. The ability that Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray have. To know that they can go into next year. Without having to play Russell Wilson twice. And with that team kind of being off the block of the NFC West. It makes that it makes it that much easier. And then you go to the 49ers. Now, the 49ers are going to be tough to deal with no matter what. Whether they got Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. Because Kyle Shannon is a great coach. Nick Bosa. All those guys. But you'd be in twice last year with Jimmy Garoppolo, and this year they're going to try to move on with Trey Lance, who is simply just not going to be elite yet, in my opinion. I don't think he's going to be quite ready and elite yet to take that reign and play at the level Jimmy Garoppolo played. So that only leaves you competing with other teams, which is the which is the Rams. And the beauty of the Rams winning the Super Bowl this year is, I'm not trying to say they're not going to be hungry. I'm not trying to say they're not going to be uh, ready to play. But you got some player, you got Aaron Donald, who is potentially considering retirement. Okay? So that makes up, so that so that is, uh, you know, a huge plus. Uh, a lot of older players on the team that are potentially considering retirement. Plus the fact, not saying they're not going to work hard or that, but they are not going to be as hungry as they were this year. So who does that leave? That leaves the Arizona Cardinals in that division. And by the way, a lot of these other teams are having, in the NFC right now, not just the NFC West, the NFC right now, a lot of the teams are falling apart. I mean, there are teams that do not know, like, they are in trouble right now. Uh, the Cowboys were great this year, but I don't think they'll be great next year. And uh, the rest of the Cowboys division, I don't think is going to be great. And, uh, you know, I... Look, Kyler Murray now has an opportunity that he might not get because if you really want uh, Arizona is the not only is the Arizona the place and the fit for Kyler with the team they built around him with what they've done with him there, but all of a sudden taking Russell Wilson and potentially Aaron Donald and Jimmy Garoppolo out of the division. All of a sudden, it kind of dwindles it down a little bit. I'm not saying it's an easy division. I'm not saying that. But the ability to win in that division all of a sudden becomes a lot easier. The ability to win the AFC and the NFC becomes a lot easier. And you want to talk about longevity? Not having to play Aaron Donald twice a year, that will help. Not having to go into crazy overtime games twice a year, that will help against Seattle as well. So, look... Kyler Murray knows what he has to do. He knows the best option is Arizona. The question is, when is he going to come back? And uh, if they can work at the longevity thing, that team's going to be dangerous. But yeah, look, uh, Broncos are going to be dangerous next year. So is uh, so Seattle. Or, sorry, not Seattle. Seattle is going to be in a steep, 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 steep rebuild. 
Uh, it, it's just like it's gonna be rough. It's just gonna be because it, it's just hard to lose your franchise quarterback. It, it's hard to go into a season with absolutely no cornerstone pieces at all. You just don't have any elite players at the elite positions that you need them to be. At least Russ was that. Russ was that glue, right? Russ was kind of that bondage that kept it together. But all of a sudden, you know, he's not there. All of a sudden, it's all of a sudden it's starting to look kind of rough in terms of that goes. Oh boy, crazy day yesterday. Aaron Rodgers stays. I thought that would be for sure the news of the day. And then you get a blockbuster trade, Russell Wilson. Uh, then you get a blockbuster trade, Russell Wilson goes to the Broncos. I don't know what Seattle is doing, but man. By the way, fifty days to the NFL draft. Man, tell you what, Seahawks releasing Bobby Wagner and trading Russell Wilson. And that really I mean that really, really just ends the that really just I mean look, I'm looking at what the Seahawks received right now. Drew Locke and Noah Fant. Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. That is from the NFL Instagram. It's official uh, report by Ian Rapport. Broncos receive Russell Wilson, a fourth-round pick. Look, maybe Pete Carroll can make Drew Locke work. Maybe Pete Carroll can make it work. Noah Fant, by the way, is very good. Nothing against him. Um, Man. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Okay, a couple other uh, moves going on in NFL free agency. Bruh, the Packers said a franchise tag, Devontae Adams, which is a pretty big deal. So they, so by the way, the Packers now. Uh, I was talking about how how good the AFC is with quarterbacks, and how all of a sudden the NFC is looking a little more wide open. Look, the Packers have struggled in the playoffs for years, but Aaron Rodgers comes back. And I got Devontae Adams. I don't know if he's happy with the franchise tag. I don't know about all that. But I do know that that's Aaron's number one target. Maybe they can get him a target in in the draft. But I do know that Aaron will he'll throw Devontae double covered. He, he trusts Devontae. He loves throwing Devontae Adams. So they keep him. Um, and by the way, uh, one other thing I wanted to get to, which was the fact that uh, the Buccaneers are now uh, in a position because they just franchise tag Chris Godwin. And and I do want to discuss this. These rumors, okay, about Tom Brady coming back to the 49ers are crazy to me. And now they're, get, they're getting way more shadow of a... They're getting way more light because of this whole Russell Wilson trade. But look, this is all I would say is this. Why go to the 49ers when you had a team in the Buccaneers that was Super Bowl ready? And if you went back to them today, they would be a Super Bowl caliber team today. And you say, oh, well, maybe they go on Bruce Harris. Well, look, I'm not saying there wasn't turbulence, but you don't think there's going to be turbulence between him and Kyle Shanahan? I just think there's turbulence in every single kind of thing. You know, I, I think, th- 
I don't think it's going to be a perfect world in Kyle Shanahan. And by the way, the division, despite the fact Russell Wilson leaving, the division that he was playing in is much easier now. Drew Brees left last year. Uh, for, <laughs> he still struggles with the Saints, but nonetheless, you get you get to go to the Saints, who don't have Drew Brees. You get the Falcons, who are who are in the middle of a kind of a mess right now. And, and it just you get these. You get these teams that I don't think are are great to play against. You get a team that I would say is equally talented, or at least similar talented, to to the 49ers. I think when you if you if you were comparing those teams, right? And this is obviously all hypothetical because we don't know if he's coming out of retirement. But I'm just saying, if he would really consider coming out of retirement to go play for the 49ers, this is what I would say. Unless for some reason he hates living in Tampa Bay, and for some reason he hates playing for the Buccaneers, you get to you get. All the weapons you get at the 49ers, you get with the Buccaneers. Uh, I think he's got all the weapons he needs. The defense, he's got all the defense he needs. Uh, he's got an easier schedule and an easier division than he would have the 49ers, despite the fact Russell Wilson leaving the division. Despite the fact Aaron Donald might be leaving the division. The only thing that you can make an argument would be an upgrade is the fact that uh, Kyle Shanahan It's probably an upgrade uh, to Bruce Arians in terms of coaching, right? But look, this is what I would say. Tom Brady, a, a, he kind of likes to be in control, right? Based off, like, he kind of likes to be in control of the team, of the coaching. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but but if you like to be in control, what makes you think you're going to go to San Francisco and completely change that and completely change the narrative? So look, again, I'll say the same thing. If Tom Brady's coming out of retirement, I don't see why he would even leave Tampa Bay. We'll have to see what happens here, but Tampa Bay is the better option in terms of talent. Uh, he's used to playbook now. Not that it would take him long to learn from San Francisco. The uh, division is still easier. Heck, even if Ky- even if announcement came today that Aaron Donald's retiring, the 49ers are trading Jim Garoppolo, and Kylo Murray is being traded, you can still still make an argument that the easier division of the two is is the is uh, t- is Tampa Bay's division. Not the NFC West. You can still make that argument. Now, it wouldn't be concrete, and I could see it better there, but you could still make an argument. So all I'm saying is, look, now all of a sudden these rumors that have been spiraling for weeks are really coming out because of Russell Wilson. Look, man, I, I just don't see I just don't see Tom Brady coming out of retirement. If I do, I don't see why I leave Tampa Bay. None, and also, another fact of this, another, uh, another, another thing to think about this is this. Uh, Kyler Murray, even if even if he, he even though he all these reports come out that he's frustrated, I don't think he's leaving. Okay, so that's a headache having to face the Cardinals two times a year. Um, so look, I I just don't see him coming out of retirement. Oh boy, a lot a lot of news spiraling out of that Russell Wilson story. It's crazy. It's good, good news, but it's crazy. For today's the NFL draft, uh, NBA playoffs coming up. March Madness coming up here really shortly. Should be fun. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And one more thing I really do appreciate if you're still listening. Uh, I would just like to uh, read this one bio verse really quick, which comes from John chapter 12, verse 46. This is uh, Jesus talking. It says, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my word and does not believe, 
I do not judge him, for I do not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me does not receive my world's words, has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day, for I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, which I should say and which I should speak. And I know that his commandment is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. All right. So uh, what Jesus is saying there is, look, if you choose, if you choose, you are listening to this or me. If we choose to walk in him, we are choosing to walk into the light. We are choosing to walk in eternal life. If we choose to know him, if we choose to to talk to him and, and know him and, and, and trust in him that he took the punishment for our sins. Because look, a lot of people believe that you get to heaven by being a good person and that's just not the case. What really is the case is the fact that you get to heaven not because of your own works. You know, you just can't do it. Unfortunately, uh, uh, we as humans are just evil, right? We just are. We have evil in our hearts. We have evil everywhere. But if you confess that Jesus is the Lord, if you confess in him, um, and you trust in him to take your punishment, you repent of your sins, it says that you can have everlasting life, and you have to choose to follow Jesus because only Jesus can give that to you. And uh, and look, if you if you have questions about how to start, look. First of all, you got to know you got to pray to him, tell him that. But you also got to read the Bible. Not uh, just to this will be after that, just so you know you can know him better. And uh, if you want my recommendation, I suggest you start in the Gospels so that you can know what teachings that Jesus taught, what Jesus was like, how to be more like him, how to know him better on a personal relationship with him. And then also, if you need help, you can always DM me at Red Zone uh, underscore Radio or uh, if you have any questions about faith or anything, I highly suggest you go to crossexamine.org or you can look up crossexamine. Frank Turk is his name. Any question you have uh, about him, I'm sure one of the videos is pertaining. Any questions you have about God or anything like that, I'm sure one of the videos is pertaining to that because he's got all sorts of uh, answers and, and I've never seen him fail to answer one question. So uh, I, I do appreciate if you're still listening. If you would, I would just like to say a prayer for you very quick. Uh, Dear Father, I ask that whoever is listening to this, that you touch their heart, that they may know you and know your way. Uh, thank you for all that you do for us, and please forgive us for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're still listening, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, have a great day, and I will see you next time on Red Zone Radio.